Welcome to the Mindful Meditation Journey Podcast. My name is Jennifer Grove, and I'm a wellness retreat leader, yoga and meditation teacher, and a multiple business entrepreneur. And I am obsessed with helping you treat yourself like the beautiful soul that you are. So if you're looking to make shifts in your life, your meditation practice, your relationships, and yourself, then you've come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite mindfulness within yourself to be, do, have, and treat yourself with whatever your heart desires. So I want you to think of this podcast as your dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. So leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and the teachings that you can incorporate to create a reality of mindfulness and bliss in your everyday life. I know we're going to have so much fun together, so thank you for pushing play today. And now, let's begin. Hi friends and welcome back. Thank you so, so much for allowing me to bring you some of my inspiration, some things that happen in my life and to share with you some mindfulness tips and tools. So thank you for hitting play. Thank you for downloading this podcast episode. I am so, so, so grateful for each and every one of you. Today, I wanted to bring you a little uh, episode, a little mindful um, solution in regard to feeling uninspired by your job. Um, I have a friend that this is totally inspired by. I have been thinking about them and uh, all of the heartache that they are going through at the moment and over the past uh, few months. We've been chatting and this really weighed heavily on my heart and so I wanted to share some insight with you, some, you know, some grows and some glows about feeling really uninspired by your job. So I hope that you enjoy this episode, okay? Because even though I am in a position where I love, 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 love what I do, I can recall a time where I was so uninspired by the job that I was doing. And it's an inevitable part of having a job, right? At some point, we all feel that we are a little uninspired by what we're doing. Maybe it's because we're not crazy about a new project or we just can't pump ourselves up to finish something that we've been dragging on about. But we know when that feeling hits us and it can feel like a block on our ability to get anything done and I want to tell you that that is okay because it's generally a solvable problem and it's rarely like the 
end of the world scenario that it can sometimes feel like for us. See, oftentimes we lose motivation because we no longer find that our work is meaningful and that can take on so many forms. It could be that we've just lost sight of the impact that our work has on the broader spectrum of our world. See, losing that spark can hit us at any time, anywhere. And sometimes we might not even realize that we're in that slump until it's pointed out to us by someone else. I mean, I honestly think that it can be a slow progression. It's sort of like the boiling frog, okay? It slowly starts getting more and more distracting to us and we might not realize it. And I will tell you that feeling uninspired or unmotivated can sometimes, though not always, okay, but sometimes it can lead to burnout. And this overlap in symptoms is so clear. It's that blah feeling when we approach our job or we approach a task or that feeling of just being stuck in a rut, right? And it can sometimes be hard to just pinpoint or really even recognize that we're in that slump, but it is so common, okay? So I want you to know that if burnout is like an endpoint that you're at and it can result in like this deep job dissatisfaction and this unhappiness, there is this road and it is a slippery, slippery slope, my friends, where it will take you down this lack of inspiration. But I want to let you know that there are ways to counter it. And I want to share some of those with you today because I know we all want a job that is meaningful. Okay. But with the state of our economy and the state of the world, sometimes it's just like we feel lucky to have a job at all. Right? So if you feel like this, I want you to think about an attitude adjustment. Okay. And by an attitude adjustment, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. I'm not trying to force you to do anything. I just want you to think about changing the way that you're looking at what's going on in your life. Right. And to do that, I want to give you four simple steps. And that first step is to just practice skill in action. What do I mean by that? Well, see, think of it as like yoga. Okay. So to exercise the yoga of action is to really do whatever we do impeccably and with full attention and for its own sake, not for somebody else's. Right. So it could be possible that in our work environment, when we're feeling uninspired and unmotivated, that we're allowing ourselves to be scattered, to be distracted or to 
unduly be influenced by negativity, like negative talk from our coworkers or even from our own minds, right? Sometimes we have that negative talk and it just, it creeps up on us. So taking the time to really approach our work with this like full presence and this ability to have our highest quality of attention can honestly help us to really overcome resistance and manage any distractions that are standing in our way so that when we feel bored or we're distracted or we feel resistant to a task, we can just simply stop and ask ourselves, Hey, do you suppose this is where the last act of my life where like I'm supposed to just drop dead in 10 minutes from now? How would I want to perform this task? Like, would I want to go out just really not giving it my full attention? And maybe that sounds kind of dramatic, but it's meant to be. Because when we feel so truly uninspired and unmotivated by our job, whether it's at work or whether it's something that we're doing for homework or helping someone else. If we don't look at it like we need to give it everything that we have in this present moment, we're not going to give our best foot forward. And once we do that, once we think about really stepping up and putting our best foot forward, The next step is just to surrender the outcome. And what I mean by that is that we don't have a right to the work alone. It's not not to its fruits, right? We have rights to just what we're doing, not to the fruits of our labor. So we don't need to really set our heart on the results of our actions because that can truly set us up for disappointment and for failure. See, this is one of those most powerful teachings that is really hard for so many of us. And it took me an extremely long time to understand this step and to bring it in a way that others can understand it as well, right? When we're doing the work for the sake of the work that itself, like when we're just doing it just for the work rather than for that desired result at the end, we're much less likely to suffer from that anxiety over the outcomes or that disappointment when something just doesn't seem to go as planned. So when we release that desire for the outcome to be the most important part and we just truly do the work for the work's sake and we do our best we release that anxiety and that stress to be the best at the end because we're doing our best already and that is good enough 
So it's really important to honestly consider ourselves as a servant. Because see, service is not so much about the work that we do as more about the attitude that we bring to it. See, to serve means that we do something not just for our own profit or self-esteem, but really for the sake of being helpful. And this is true even when you're a manager, okay? See, that sense of service can be applied anywhere, in any position, in any job. And it makes even the most unpleasant tasks more meaningful. Because when we feel underappreciated, discontent, or bored at work, shifting our inner attitude from what am I not getting to what can I give is like this instant mood elevator. And who doesn't want to ride that high? (laughs) Because we need to make our work an offering. See, in whatever that we do, right? Make it an offering. And the work itself will become this path to liberation. Because making our work an offering essentially means that we're bringing an attitude of devotion to our actions. And our devotion doesn't have to be directed to any particular deity, okay? It might be a wish for the well-being of the planet or a commitment to the truth. It doesn't have to be to any particular person. The important thing is to imbue our actions with a significance that goes well beyond our small selves. Because we can take note of the impact on the people and the company around us. There's not always this external impact, but there is always an internal impact in ourselves, in those that are around us. And then that trickles out into the rest of the world. So I hope that you took some little nugget that maybe you didn't realize away from this episode or maybe something clicked again that you're like, yeah, I know that already. I just needed to hear it in a different way. Or maybe you know someone who is feeling totally uninspired by their job and they just need a little guidance. Take some time and be kind and share this podcast episode with them or talk to them, reassure them that everyone feels uninspired at times, but there are different perspectives that we can take to make our jobs meaningful, no matter what the task is. So thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. I hope this inspired you. I hope that you share it with others to inspire them. And I look forward to bringing you another episode tomorrow. Have a wonderful day, no matter where you are in this world. I love you and I will see you in the next episode. Mwah!
Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. And if you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra love and inspiration by following me at Jennifer J. Grove Yoga and Wellness or visiting my website at jenniferjgroveyogaandwellness.com. I love and adore you so much and cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and create the mindful and blissful life that you deserve.